98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig. And uh, good morning, Daniel. My mom is still in town, uh, Tig. In fact, she leaves tomorrow. It's She's been, a, been here for a week, uh, two weeks. Two weeks. It's been a great long visit. And uh, we went and had uh, ice cream with your son the other day, and we were kind of talking to him about his birthday coming up and stuff like that. He said... Well, last year we had a party. I think it was an Incredible Pizza. And uh, this year coming up, he said, I want to go to Incredible Air or No or Air, Urban Air, whatever it's called. Yeah. Trampoline Park. Mm-hmm. Then my mom goes, and this broke my heart. She goes, do you know I've only had one birthday party once? It's when I turned 50. Oh, no. And that made me really sad because I didn't realize that she hadn't had any birthday parties ever until once when she turned 50 but what is her standard for a birthday party i mean obviously when you're growing up and it was her birthday your dad and you and and your sister must have gotten her something and had dinner with her at the house sure gave her a a birthday gift but a party and i mean as a child Mm -hmm. no birthday parties either wow I wonder, just back in the day, did folks not have birthday parties for their kids? I think it's gotten way, like, bigger. Because even when I was a kid, I did have a birthday party where my mom invited, like, my other fellow kindergartners. But we had it at Arby's. Now everything is like, you got to go to Urban Air. You got to go to Incredible Pizza, which are great places. I'm not dissing that. And also, the other thing about birthday parties is now the parents have to go. Like, mm-hmm. when, when I was a kid, the, the parents just dropped their kids off at Arby's. An hour later, they came and got their kids. Now it's like you got to go and be there to watch your kid enjoy the birthday party. And I went to one not too long ago, Daniel, starving to death. And I go, oh, good, we're going to uh, Incredible Pizza. I'll be able to eat. They feed the kids. The adults didn't get fed. I remember that. I had to sit there in my mouth watering and watching those like children yeah. feast on pizza like gremlins, and I didn't have nothing. But I think my theory is is that uh, if you're 50, 60 years old when you're a kid, they just didn't do it. And I was like, Mom, why didn't you know? Why didn't they do that? And she goes, Well, they didn't have the money. Oh. So we act like everybody's broke now. These young people, we talk about how broke they were, but now when I think about it, maybe our grandparents were really the ones that were like super broke. They used to like like a nickel a day working at the mill. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. I don't know, because now even, I, I, I kid you not, on my refrigerator now, Daniel, I've got an invita- invitation mm-hmm. from a kid's birthday party. So not only do you have birthday parties, now you, it's like a wedding. It's a save the date or something like that. And here's a policy I do like, and it's not a requirement, but at least in public, Tulsa Public, where my son goes, they say, listen, if you're going to have a party, do us a favor and invite every kid in the class. Because if you start inviting this person and then they go to another desk and that person didn't get one, they're going to get their feelings hurt, right? Like, so I think that's a good thing. If you're going to have a party, invite the class. Some aren't going to show up, and so it'll be okay. But I do like that. If you look at the progression from going to having zero birthday parties, so then it was special to go to Arby's. Now it's trampoline parks and Dude, between like pizza weddings places. And- What's it going to be like in 50 years from now? I mean, we going to get them a new car on their sixth birthday or something? Like diamond <laughs> ring? And now we're going to be celebrating everything. It's like, <laughs> hey, Daniel, just uh, now he's 40 and a month old. We better do something for him. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, we're on a rainbow warning this morning. You know how there's like uh, weather warnings, like thunderstorm warnings? We're on a rainbow warning, and Daniel doesn't believe me. It's 98.5 The Bull, and I walk outside uh, during the commercial break, and I go, wow, there's a rainbow out there. Fantastic. This is going to be a great drive to work, and Daniel doesn't believe me. Well, Tig, you went out there. The sun wasn't even quite up yet. Yes, now, it Now was. it's a little brighter outside now, but at the time, it was Bull crap. dang near dark, and then you claim that you saw a rainbow. 
Why are you so insecure that I saw a rainbow and you didn't? You're jealous? You saw a rainbow in the dark. Well, um, another miracle has happened this morning. Every, everybody get ready for a pilgrimage to Tulsa. A miracle has happened. Tig has spotted a rainbow at night. He's. <laughs> I guess they do happen at night. Well, no, they don't because there's no sun. You're cr- you're kidding, right? No, no, I take that. I take that back. You saw the elusive uh, before sunrise rainbow. You know how rainbows work? Prisms. I understand. It has the uh, spectrum of colors and all that stuff. Rain gets locked into a prism and makes the rainbow. And right. without sunshine, which okay. there wasn't any, anyway, there's so no rainbow. He wants to take your calls to prove that there's no rainbow out there. So uh, let's go to the phones. Hey, good morning. Tiger Daniel, who's this? Hey, it's Nathan. Hey, Nathan. And I 100% saw a rainbow. Thank you. What do you mean saw? Now it's gone already? It's only been like two, three minutes. Well, I'm driving, and it was actually like 20 minutes ago, but it was up near, like, Barnstall. So it was up north, Tulsa. Well, it's must, this rainbow is on a, a road trip because it's in Tulsa now. Some, it is. Something sketchy is going on. I don't think <laughs> rainbows move. going on. Yeah, like, of all the lies I could tell on the radio, it's not going to be a rainbow. Hello, it's Ty Goodell. Who's this? Uh, this is Jacob Stanley. Jacob. Did you see the rainbow? I've seen it on... Uh, 51, going into Tulsa. See, I done told you, Daniel. Why would I lie about He's a over 51. You cannot even know we're near 51, Tug. You can't see 51 from here. Dude, it's the sky. He said it's on 51st. Do you think it's like a six-foot-tall rainbow? It's going in the altitude. I could see it from here. Crazy? God. Don't, by call, the way, it's don't call him crazy, by the way. It's That's a little funny. Rude. Like, it's all guys so far. Like, just a bunch of dudes on the radio yeah. talking about rainbows. <laughs> like, remember that double rainbow guy back in the day? That double rainbow all What's the way. Mean? Hello, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hey, this is Joe. Uh, Joe, again. could you please comment on the alleged rainbow Tiger thinks he saw? Uh, I seen it. I was coming in from 169 from Owasso when I was there. He's in Owasso, Tig. There's no way he's seeing the same rainbow as you. It goes up to, like, space. You can see it from all sorts of vantage points. Okay. Shut up. I'm tired of you. All right, thanks for the call, man. Oh, thank you. All right. It's all dudes so far talking about this rainbow. Hello, who's this? This is Vicki Holcomb. Hey, now, Vicki, could you please comment on the alleged rainbow Tig claims he saw? Okay, so I'm coming down uh, the BA heading towards uh, downtown. Sorry, my mama's dog just found out I'm I'm here. Uh, going down to the BA, and I can see a double rainbow coming. Oh, now him. it's a double <laughs> rainbow. And she's where we yeah, are. I guess somebody else is going to call and say a triple <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> no, I could see just the edge on the edge. You could see that you could see one r- rainbow really, really bright, and just the edge of it, you can see a light, see? light part of the rainbow coming out. But but there is definitely a rainbow out there. I find it to be odd, Ty, it's that you claim there's a rainbow. Now she's claiming there's a double rainbow. Nobody else has mentioned double. Rainbow. Well, maybe it's uh, from different vantage yeah. points, or maybe it's turned into a double rainbow. You know, Dana believes there's like Bigfoots walking around, but I bring up a rainbow and he loses his I'm mind. I'm not the one out here no. seeing. It's a rainbow. It's a God's promise. I'm, I'm telling you, it's out there. Well, there He'll you go, promise. How dare you not believe so. God, Todd? <laughs> You're the skeptic here. <laughs> Well, you guys call. have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Yeah. Bye-bye. And don't they say, Daniel, that at the uh, the end of the rainbow or the base of the rainbow, you go over there, there's going to be a leprechaun, and there's a pot of gold. Mm-hmm. You know where the real pot of gold is? Jackie Cooper Nissan, because right now they're giving you $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book value when you sell them your car or trade it in $1,500 more. That's the pot of gold right there.
Well, and I hope you're not implying that they give you an actual pot of gold. They will give you a check. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's money, which is what gold would get you, mm-hmm. right? I can't say that they will give you $1,500 worth of gold. I can say that they will cut you a check for $1,500 over Kelly Blue Book, which is fantastic news for anybody that's A, wanting to just sell their car, or B, wanting to trade it in and uh, get a new car. Or, yeah, so like that 1500 bucks could go towards your new car, and they are loaded up with inventory at Jackie Cooper Nissan right now, and they've got 0%. So that's kind of like another little gift there at Jackie Cooper Nissan. You trade in your car, you get more money than it's worth. And then you turn around, you get 0% interest on, like, for example, the Rogues at Jackie Cooper Nissan. I've been driving a Nissan for years. Love, uh, By the way, around here, getting on the highway intimidates me a little bit. And Like, they're so smart, these cars now, that it tells you if people are around you. And you can get started now. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand. Like, I, I love my son. I love being around him and playing sports and seeing him play sports. It's 98.5 The Bull. But as parents, you probably know, every now and then you go, geez, this seems like a lot of work for me, too. You know? And then we get calls, Daniel, where people with three and four and five kids are all in sports, right? And uh, yesterday, uh, my son is in the loser's bracket of a playoff at La Fortune. And so that means they they're only one game away from the season being over. Well, surely they don't call it the loser's bracket, do they? Yeah, there's a winner's bracket. There's a loser's bracket. Y'all got to rename that loser's bracket. That hurt somebody's feelings. Dead gum. <laughs> but, anyway, but go ahead. Yeah. Like, but then you can get back up into the other bracket. I don't know how it works. But anyway. Call it bracket two, for God's sake. So um, they're one game away from the season. We got outfoxed. Because in a way, I think all the parents are kind of ready for this thing to wrap up. We got outfoxed by the other team because we're supposed to play a team last night. And I'm kind of thinking, oh, boy, here we go. We got to go back to the baseball park. About 3, 4 p.m. yesterday, I got a text message on the baseball app. says, the other team has forfeited the game. <laughs> so we automatically win the game. And our season continues. The other, the other team, they're out. I could see where I guess sometimes you would have to forfeit because some people probably have lifetime, you know, once-in-a-lifetime vacations planned. And you, you got this, I guess, question you got to ask yourself, do I do this? Once in a lifetime trip to Disneyland, or do I? We have we go to this game, and uh, I don't know what the correct answer is on that. Uh, the that, that's the problem. It's like that's the season it becomes longer because there's been rainouts and things, and now you got to make them up and all that. And so I think uh, it's hard to get nine kids together at once. And the other team says we we forfeit. Have a great season, and now we're back. Uh, I got baseball tonight. <laughs> was your son excited to know that they had forfeited, or he was, was he, he like, was. man, I really wanted to go out there and play ball? No, he he was ready. He was excited they forfeited because now we get to keep playing. And what's the end game here? What what do you try to accomplish at this particular? He's, he's only seven. Is there like a World Series for seven year olds? There's or? a championship game at the end for the whole league. I mean, for that particular age group. But and- here, just in Tulsa. Yeah. Okay, you wouldn't have to go to another state or anything like no, that. No, okay. not as far There's as a I... a World Series oh, for seven-year-olds. If they tell me that. <laughs> like you're going to have to drive to Montana one yeah, weekend to go play in that. The... But anyway, we got outfoxed. Well, the other team is uh, like, hey, we, we quit. I guess uh, congratulations slash my condolences. Right? This is Ish. another yeah. game tonight, huh? Yep. Bailey Zimmerman on 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Morgan Wallen, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, 740 The Bull Fight for Parker McCollum tickets. Hey, Daniel. Uh, Mom's been here about uh, 13 days now, Ty, and she's uh, going to fly out tomorrow. So today's the, the last day to hang out. And uh, last night, you know, I've taken her to do everything in Tulsa. I took her to see the Lion King uh, over at TPAC, which she loved. Taking her to eat at all these restaurants. 
doing all this stuff. I'm running out of things to do. So last night, I was like, what in the world am, am I going to take her to do last night? And uh, she had mentioned that well, she was excited on the drive over here that uh, we got to go through Arkansas. She'd never been to Arkansas before. She's also never been to Kansas. So last night for dinner, we drove up to Kansas. Wow. Ate, ate at the state line. Dang, you're really it's only, in the It was effort. only an hour, though. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's a nice drive up there. Went to Caney, Kansas. We ate at this place called Egbert's. And I walked in there, and everybody in there was at least 100 years old. And I was like, what in the world is going on here? Then I saw on the menu, which is something for us to look forward to. You would really love this, Tig. When you're a senior citizen at Egbert's, and I think there's one in Bartlesville, too, you eat free from 2 to 4. <laughs> free? Totally free? Free. Oh, wow. Not discount. That's some special. Free. And I walked in there, buddy, and there must have been uh, 20 to 30 singers in there. Just eating for free. Eating for free. Wow. So. I've heard of specials, but that is some special, right? All of a sudden, I was like, man, I can't wait to be senior citizen. No. Yeah. Free food at Egbert's from 2 to 4. You're close. And then I thought, well, you know what would be really neat? She hasn't been to Missouri either. Maybe I will drive her to Joplin. This evening for dinner. That's two and a half hours away, though. Not happening. Mm. She might not ever see Missouri. That That's too far, right? That's a. Uh, but congrats on, like, no, I commend you on the effort you put in to keep your mom yeah. entertained. Because I'm not good at it. My Should mom I? comes to town. I'm like, oh, there's oh, yeah. the couch. They just sit there. It is mom. <laughs> um, I could put her on a Greyhound to Joplin. You could. I've been by that bus station here in Tulsa. It seems pretty safe. Pretty, very good. No problems down there at all. Should I do that? Should I put her on a bus? Yeah, yeah, okay. You'll go with her, all right? <laughs> I'll go, yeah. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Coming up at 7.40, Daniel, we got the bull fight for Parker McCollum. Hey, how are you, man? I'm good. Uh, I've just retrieved an item from my car. Mm -hmm. A little bit out of breath. That's a heavy item. You said you got an item for the show, and I didn't know what it was. What is it? Well, uh, take a look at it. Describe what you see over there. I see, how many pounds is that? It's a huge bag of uh, what looks to be peanuts. That is correct. That is a 25-pound bag of peanuts. I'm going to have to... Um, now, why, why do we have this? I'm going to have to um, have the company... I had to give the receipt. That's like $40 worth of peanuts mm -hmm. from Atwoods. You know what we're going to do, don't you? No, I have no idea. What are we doing? It's going to be a, yeah, if I get some audio here. Okay. It's going to be a good old fashioned Tig and Daniel nut fling. Oh, nut what? Nut fling. Nut fling. Yeah, you know how I like to go to Woodward Park and with a small bag of uh, peanuts, I can get 40 to 50 squirrels will come up to me. Me and your son will go to the park at Woodward and feed the squirrels all the time. Could you imagine? If one morning, Tig, I took that big bag out there, we would probably get about a 1,000 squirrels. <laughs> but I thought you weren't supposed to feed animals in nature because then it teaches them not to hunt. They just think humans will feed them. You think the squirrels in Woodward Park are big hunters? Ferocious. Well, I didn't think about that. I do have to do a little research here. Is it uh, bad for the squirrels to feed them all these peanuts? And number two, is it legal? Like, that may, if I go pour all these peanuts out in Woodward Park, I feel like that might be litter. Like, to give you an idea here, if you had, like, a uh, one of those 10-gallon trash cans, this thing, if so many peanuts, it'd fill that thing up. I mean, I, I don't know about that. Maybe. Are they cooked? Oh, yeah, those are ready to eat. I don't know if humans can eat them, but... Uh... <laughs> are they designed for animals? Yeah. And I thought, what a silly idea, and I was talking about it with my mom, and she go, I'd be interested in that. There so... you go again, thinking of your mom. What a good boy. Well, my point is, I think a... Uh, 
to see how many squirrels I could get. I could go live on TikTok or live on Instagram. I mean, it's going to have to be some type of world record for the amount of squirrels attracted. So you're not thinking about breaking the 25-pound bag up until you'll do one pound one day and another pound. You're doing 25 pounds at Woodward Park at once for Listen the squirrels? Listen to me, Tag. Mm-hmm. Full Monty. Give me some music here on that Full Monty. What do you think will happen? I think the squirrels will need to see a physician after eating 25 pounds of... Uh, well, you know, not, it's not going to be just one squirrel. This is going to be like thousands of squirrels, I'm imagining. But let me ask you, you've been out there and you've, you've fed the squirrels before. Mm-hmm. How many squirrels come up, come up to you when you have a reasonable amount of treats? That's what I just said, like 40. Okay. So if you bring 25 pounds, I'm looking at this, there's probably seven or 800 peanuts in there. Correct. <laughs> And you're going to put it on TikTok and try to go viral again? I mean, I'm thinking it. I don't know. Are squirrels active in the morning or in the afternoon? I, I would have to do a little experimenting. I still have to go by there when we get off the air and see how active they are in the in the mornings. I don't know when the best time to have a nut flinging is. So we can look forward to a video soon from Daniel. Are you going out there with your mom today to do this? No. What? Well, you, we got to prepare for this, buddy. You don't do an old-fashioned nut flinging just off the, off the whim of your... Uh, Head, you got to do some research first. I remember of all. my grandpa telling me you can't just do a nut fling off the cuff. Right. Come on. You, well, you think like when they stormed the beaches of Normandy, they just up and just went one morning? No, they had to think about this and plan it out. And I this gotta, is no different than that. I got to say, you got some life, man. You got like an interesting life because most people by your age, they mm. they probably have two or three kids, or you know they've been married, or maybe they're divorced or whatever. Daniel's never been any of that, and so the difference between your life and my life completely different like i have things i've got to do daniel has time to go out and buy 25 pounds of peanuts for fun oh the company <laughs> bought 25 pounds of peanuts approve? me as the company's proxy did they approve the uh, expenditure can you look into figuring out if it's illegal for me to throw out all these peanuts? i'll look into it yeah all i right. know people at the city and i will then determine uh if it's a okay for the squirrels i will talk to a zookeeper or a scientist and if, every, if we get the go-ahead from uh, veterinarians, I will do a good old-fashioned tying and dangle nut fling. And one day soon here, we will announce this. It's not something we're just going to do off the cuff of uh, our sleeve tie. Will you this let people come thing. out and watch? I don't want that. Okay. They so. will scare, they'll scare off the squirrels. Because whatever happens, every time I go feed squirrels at Woodward Park, somebody comes along with their dog, and I'll have 50 squirrels, and they all scatter. They all freak. But yeah. you told me the squirrels at Woodward Park, well, like, they're so comfortable with humans they'll take it out of your hand and sometimes you'll get a bite they will eat right from your hand and sometimes if you're lucky now if you're really lucky a special thing will happen they'll bite off the tip of your finger how was your rabies not bad <laughs> i'll look for that video soon 98.5 the bull weather provided by community care your locally owned health plan daniel you're my best friend right and uh i always look out for you it's 98.5 the bull and uh daniel i've got i've got an idea for your love life if you'd like to hear it yeah let's hear that You're like a single guy or whatever and, uh, you know, you're not married yet, but um, you ever read those stories like where these these like horrible people go to prison, you know, like they'll murder somebody and then ladies write them. Mm-hmm. And then they like, I don't know, fall in love somehow through letters. And every now and then they'll even get to go to the prison and meet with them and marry them. Yeah, and I think stuff. there's even a website that will hook you up with like an inmate where you can start writing them and, and you might strike up a romance. Yeah, I don't understand the psychology of somebody that wants to date a murderer uh-huh. but there's that lady who uh allegedly killed her husband with fentanyl mm-hmm. she's kind of cute 
Well, she was until she poisoned her husband. Like, if she goes to jail, would you consider right? Man. <laughs> I mean, she's a horrible person. Despicable. I, I used to date this lady, Tig, and she one time accused me of hiding my beer cans after, like, Friday night or something like that. She goes, I know you hid those beer cans. Well, guess where I had, quote, finger quotes, hidden the beer cans? Mm-hmm. Guess. Um, in a cupboard? You know, in a closet? Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, like the, um, the hot water heater closet or something? No, they were in the garbage can. She goes... And I, I see you hiding your beer cans. I was like, yeah, I hid them in the trash, Stephanie. <laughs> That's where I hide all my garbage, in the garbage Does that can. Mean you sworn off women then? And the point is, I was so mad. I stayed mad at her about a week after that over this argument. I couldn't forgive somebody that fentanyled me and killed me. Well, you wouldn't be around to do that anyway. In but. other words, if I get that upset about something minor, no, I'm not going to be able to just be like, forget about this lady killing her husband yeah but like i could be the best man i'd go down to the penitentiary with you i I could you know what i could conduct the wedding i've got that license or whatever we could go down there and you know you get like to see her once a month it's probably the perfect relationship you only only around her a little bit i don't think they just let you go to prisons to visit people like that i don't know i saw pictures of like people who killed and they they let them take a picture together when they get married it's weird why do people do that it's one thing she just had she just killed her husband because she got mad at him but this thing was so ridiculous she put fentanyl in his like i think she made him a moscow mule or something his cocktail or whatever allegedly allegedly and then's gonna write a book about grief yeah like a children's book like how maniacal is that she's a horrible person but, like, the lady who got mad at you for hiding beer cans in the trash, maybe this lady wouldn't. Yeah, I guess she would be pretty forgiven. <laughs> She'd have to get, she's in prison. She has to be very nice to you. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. It's Tig and Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. We're about 15 minutes away from uh, you got to get to work at 8 o'clock. So you're still good. You're still good. And here we go with the bullfight, Daniel, for Parker McCollum tickets. Who do we have today? Tig, let me introduce you to Claudia. She's a physical therapist at a hospital. Claudia, how are you? Great. I I always uh, think the innovation in scrubs has come a long way. Because when I was a kid, all nurses wore, like, scrubs with, like, Garfield on them or big cartoon cats. And now scrubs are different. They're almost attractive. Am I right? They're getting much better, yes. You probably still wear the ones with, like, Ziggy on them. Heck no. Okay. And uh, William, mechanic, yeah. do you also wear scrubs? Um, not really. Not it's, uh, it's, it's more of a uniform, just uh, uh, something that clean pretty easy, so you're pretty dirty most of the time. All right. Well, there you go. Well, uh, guys, I'm going to ask you some questions. This game is called Cities with Landforms in the Name. I will give you the city. You'll fill in the blank with the landform. Up first, Claudia, are you ready to go here? Sure. Beverly Blank, California. Hills. Beverly Hills is correct. William. Niagara Blank, New York. Uh, Falls. That is correct. Claudia. Salt Blank City, Utah. Lake City. Lake City, yes. Ty, can we get a better, more efficient bell ring? You're very impotent bell ringer. 
I'll try. It's hard to ring the bell, man. You have a hard time dinging got, an office you, you bell. You bought a defective bell. How's it defective? Like it doesn't work right. Can I please get a heartier bell ring for Claudia? She's a nurse, for God's sake. Thank you. Now, that was a hearty <laughs> ring, Tig. All right, I like that. William, Long Blank, yeah. California. Long Beach. Long Beach is correct. We are tied up two to two. Claudia, Blank Vernon, New York. Mount. Mount Vernon, New York. William, Baker's Beach. Blank, California. Baker's filled. Filled, yes. Three to three. Two more to go. Claudia. Blank West, Florida. Key West. That is correct. William. Hot Blank, Arkansas. Hot Springs. Correct. All right, guys. You were both tied up four to four. It all comes down to this. Claudia. Hilton Head Blank, South Carolina. Hilton Head Beach. It is Hilton Head Island, oh. South Carolina. William, this is your chance to win it all. Bar. Wait, what is Emmy? Maine. Bar Blank, Maine. have no idea on that one. Help him out there, Ty. <laughs> oh, no. Bar Harbor. <laughs> Bar Harbor. All right. We now move to a tie-breaking situation. Ty, if you'll please explain how to how we do a tie here. This next question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't blurt out the answer. You buzz in by saying your name. Whoever buzzes in first gets the first opportunity to answer the tie-breaking question. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Cedar Blank, Iowa. Claudia. Claudia, go. Bridge. That is incorrect. It was Cedar uh, Rapids. We must move on now to the second tie-breaking <laughs> question. Same thing. Buzz in with your name. Green Blank, Wisconsin. Claudia. Go, Claudia. Green Bay. It is Green Bay. And with that, Claudia has defeated William in the 98-5 The Bull fight. You have a decision to make now, Claudia. Will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to William, the mechanic? William, why should Claudia give you the tickets to see Parker McCollum? Because uh, he wants to. All right. Well, you heard that. Uh, <laughs> Claudia, William says you want to give him the tickets. Compelling. He's trying to use hypnosis. What is your final answer, please? Uh, I'm sorry. It's my daughter's birthday today, and she's a huge Parker McCollum fan. Wow. Well, she won, she won them fair and square, right, Daniel? That's true. So good to go. Uh, the good news is that everybody who's not Claudia now is now eligible to fly away to see Luke Combs. So congrats, guys, and uh, thanks for playing, okay? Yep. Thank you. I've been uh, doing this thing where I've been letting Daniel choose the songs this morning. I'll give mm -hmm. you a choice. We can either hear Chris Stapleton's Starting Over or Eminem, Lose Yourself. Ooh. Let's go with Eminem this morning. Here's Eminem. <laughs>
on 98.5 The Bull. It's starting over. Good morning. It's Ty Agadeno. 810, that Luke Combs flyaway. 98.5 The Bull, today's high country with Ty Agadeno. Hey, this weekend, Dano, is our cornament, you know, at mm-hmm. Kane's Ballroom, our cornhole tournament. And uh, you can come by and, and see that. And, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about cornhole tournaments, but... Uh, it could be fun. You're already in Kane's Ballroom, which is a great place to go anyway. You, you look at the walls, and there's like Willie Nelson's sign posters, like anybody who's been there. But I was thinking, too, that um, I've got a little boy, and he's got a cornhole tournament. He's got to play in the tournament. And I was thinking, like, what if they get to the end, and, like, you're playing two seven-year-olds, and you're an adult? Do you try to beat the seven-year-olds, or do you throw the game because, you know— you don't try to beat them, Tag. You try to destroy them because it's for $600 top prize. Yeah, it's a good prize. So I just, I was curious, like, how would I feel if I was playing, like, two seven-year-olds? Would I? You'd feel like the luckiest man in the world. Because <laughs> you're about to take home that $600. You're about to take home $600. <laughs> anyway, uh, the details of our cornerment at thebulltulsa.com. That's you, this weekend at Kane's Ball. You know what worries me about your son is he hates to lose. He really does. And me and him created this game called Toss the Egg the other day when he was staying at the house. And Jory just toss an egg to each other. And whoever drops and breaks it loses. And I threw it in such a way to make him purposely drop it. This dude went after me, man. He, like, for real attacked me. He might, like, destroy Kane's ballroom if he I'm doesn't. thinking about pressing charges, to be honest. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, uh, all the details of that. All right, thebulltulsa.com. Can you give me some details on the lowest prices on furniture in town, Daniel? Oh, I know exactly where to go. Snow's Furniture. You'll take the Snow's Challenge. And what is that? That's he's telling you, come over there. I got the lowest prices guaranteed. You can't beat my prices. That's what Barry says over there. Yeah, he doesn't do the gimmicks like where they say, hey, if you buy the bed, we'll throw in the uh, lamppost or whatever. Like, you're, you're paying for that lamppost. They're not throwing it in. Somehow mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're getting you. But uh, he's straight up at Snow's Furniture, and what you see is what you get. The other thing is they don't have to wait for it to come in on a ship or something. Everything is already at Snow's Furniture. So the chair you like, the dining room table you like, it's yours today if you want it. They can even deliver it and 0% interest. So whatever you pay, you got 12 months to give it back without any finance charges. It's like same as cash. Snow's Furniture is online, in town, and on Facebook. All right, Daniel, let's see who's going to qualify for that. Luke Combs flyaway to Tampa and an instant uh, Tiger Daniel beer run winner right now on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning. Who is this? Brandy. Brandy, good morning. Guess what? Uh, you've won the Tig and Daniel Beer run, $50 from Miller Lite to get yourself some Miller Lite, and now you're qualified to fly away to see Luke Combs in Tampa, Florida. How about that? That is freaking awesome. Brandy, let me ask you a question here. If you do win the Luke Combs flyaway, which you are not qualified to win, if you do win uh, and you fly down to Tampa to see Luke Combs, you have an option here. Would you like me to go down to Tampa with you guys and stay in the hotel with y'all? Sure. Bring right. it on. Wait, I want to know what the dynamic is. What I do you mean? mean? Who, who would she? Who would you take if you win the flyaway? Me. And who probably would you? Probably my husband. <laughs> probably, probably her husband. <laughs> and there you go. Probably. Is there a chance you're not going to take your husband? Um, no. <laughs> so it'll be you, your husband, and Daniel in a hotel room. Yeah, Ty. Why are you being weird about it? <laughs> He's mad because I'm taking you and not him. Uh, well, no, no. I will go with y'all. Uh, she's saying that I'm mad that she oh, chose oh, you. Oh, true. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants you in the hotel, Tag. Tag's like Mr. Roper on Three's Company. <laughs>
Uh, Ty, shouldn't you start dressing like Mr. Roper from Three's Company since you do, like, in, in all honesty, you do look a little bit like Don Knotts. Oh, oh, that's Don. I didn't know who that was, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess a little bit. I could see that. He's a hot dude, so obviously, yeah, that's me. Well, Brandy, <laughs> congrats on the uh, the Tiger Daniel beer run win, and then we'll see how you do with the uh, winning the flyaway to Tampa, Florida, okay? Awesome. Sounds good. And we're back tomorrow morning at 810. Another chance at the Luke Combs Flyway. Thanks to our friends at Miller Lite here on 98.5 The Bull. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. No way was Some big changes are coming to this show right here. It's 98.5 The Bull. Jack says he is uh, calling sunset on his gig. The uh, He's going to move on, he says. He's got one year left. But, uh, you know, the Wheel of Fortune show, he doesn't have to work that hard, to be totally honest, because they tape all that stuff in like six weeks for the whole year. And so, you but know, I guess he's going to retire from working for six weeks a year. Imagine how grueling that six weeks is though they don't they type about two or three a day i think they're doing more than that at some point that's like two or three wardrobe changes every single day this guy's 76 years old now it was a good gig for a while he started it in 1982 that is quite a long career there uh so pat sajak says he's gonna leave i wonder if vanna white's trying to get that gig because when he was out i think he got COVID or something one time and she went over there and did the wheel you know his did his gig Mm-hmm. I wonder if she wants that job or if she's ready to wrap it up, too. That's a tough one. I, d- I don't know about that one. Do you think, uh, didn't she try it once? What do you mean try it once? I think when he was out that That's time, what I she, just, I, I know, but how, just did, said that. how did she do when she hosted? I don't know. You were the one who told me she didn't do very good. That's what I heard, that she didn't do uh, quite well. Do you remember this show? Give me some audio here if you remember. Right. Same loves Diane. Oh, great. I was trying to. comic Dennis Wolfberg. Pat gets a physical. He had in 1989 had a Pat Sajak show that he came out and tried to do that. He was like Johnny Carson for a while at late night, right? Right. Didn't work out though. He's got a. He's kind of have has a dry kind of sense of humor, wouldn't you say? Or he's he almost comes off as grumpy sometimes. Sometimes it looks like he doesn't want to be there to me. He's been doing it maybe now. He's like, you know what? I don't want to be here. Uh, Who do you think would be a great host for Pat Sajak? A great replacement, I mean. You. I don't know, man. You, know, you can't spell, so you can't. Do I can't. It. I can't spell for nothing. <laughs> I can't spell. Runs Wheel of Fortune. Uh, so, who would, t- in your opinion, be for real like a good? If you had, if you were the uh, president of CBS, who would you put on in there? Paul Rudd. Everybody Paul loves Rudd. Him. Everybody loves that guy. He don't need the there money. Ain't a lady in the world don't like Paul Rudd. I'm going with somebody like Yodel Boy. Somebody that's young still has a little bit of fame. Doesn't have a huge ego. You remember Yodel Boy, the guy that yodeled? I think his name is Mason Ramsey. He yodeled in Walmart. Now he's gotten old enough to host this. They catch him now, he got another 50 years in him to host. Mm-hmm. And those shows make a lot of money. They better not screw it up. Well, didn't they mess it up with Jeopardy, though? Yeah, it was so stupid. They, they had two hosts The worst thing they could do. Ken Jennings and then Mayim Bialik. And no offense awesome. to Mayim Bialik, but you can't have two hosts, right? I, I didn't. I don't really watch the show, but I thought it was kind of dumb. What do you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see this? In Boston, a thrift store had to be closed down because of a hazmat situation. There's something called a lead pig. Do you know what a lead pig is? I didn't, know. It's a container that's meant to hold radioactive material. And uh, here's a guy that works out there talking about this lead pig situation. Somebody cleaned out their attic or donated something that's 
like uranium glass or something maybe or who knows something radio we'll find out more later on but it's pretty wild in jp he seems pretty uh, calm to just have handled but could have had radioactive material. But it looks like he's going to be fine. Three employees handled it, and all three were tested, and they were turned out they're going to be all right. I got a little trivia thing here for you, Tig. It's uh, National Sewing Machine Day. Which rock band got its name from a sewing machine? Is it A, Florence and the Machine, B, Rage Against the Machine, C, ACDC, or D, the band Power Station? Uh, the first one. Florence and the Machine. Yeah. Wrong. Uh. It's ACDC. Here is Malcolm Young talking about his sister helping name the band. Well, there was a sewing machine that had ACDC on the back of it. And uh, we were tossed around names for weeks. And she just said it one night and everyone went, that's, that's good. I had no idea it was named after a sewing machine. I thought it was named after that welder. But it's, uh, it's talking about electrical current, right? AC and DC? Apparently not. It's named after a sewing machine. What Wait. a voice on that Malcolm Young, too. That guy sounded like a big rock star, but then when he talks, he sounds like that. Mm. Remember when we met that guy? Um, God, I wish I had the song. John of, Fogarty? John Fogarty. And, um, we, were, uh, we, had to, we were at this thing where we had to interview like 20 people, and one of the people was John Fogarty. And I'm a huge John Fogarty fan. I've always heard uh, John Fogarty's, what's that, baseball center field? Right, yeah. And, uh, and coach and all that. Yeah, we're going to meet this guy. He's probably like this rock legend. He's probably going to be gruff and got a bit of an ego about him. I was a little scared to meet John Fogarty, were you? They sing, they sound like pretty gruff and scary. And then, he's, he's, then we met John Fogarty. He sounds angry, doesn't he? Yeah, Kai's like, son. So then when we met him and we, we said, man, Mr. Fogarty, uh, we were really nervous to meet you. And he goes, now why would you be like that? <laughs> Come on, guys. He's like the nicest dude I'm in the world. man. But meanwhile, his song's like, ah! <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, hi, fellas. How y'all doing? You never can. Uh, isn't that odd, to the accents when people speak? You can hear the like British accent, but when right. people sing, you can't hear it. Isn't that strange that is to weird you? to me. Like that Malcolm Young just there. He was like, well, we're talking to my sister. But when he sings, he doesn't sound anything like that. I don't know how it works. I ain't no fortunate son. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so uh, weird. Also, right. Go ahead. coming up tomorrow morning, it's 740. People are uh, raving about these Parker McCollum tickets. That's our bullfight. And it lasts all week at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and hey, Daniel. Tig, I was very excited this morning. Uh, I brought in the uh, giant bag of peanuts that I got from Atwoods. And when I say bag of peanuts, I don't mean like a little old bag or a Walmart sack. I mean, this is a 25-pound bag of peanuts. That you want to feed to squirrels in local parks. We're going to do an old-fashioned Tig and Daniel nut fling. And not at local parks, one park. I'm not taking this all around town. I'm going to do the full Monty, and I think I'm going to do it at Woodward Park. So you're not going to take a scoop out. You're using the whole 25 pounds of peanuts at once. Let me say it again. The full Monty. Right. When I lived in New York City once, we wanted to see how many pigeons we could get at this one square in New York. So I got all the bread from this restaurant that they were going to throw out, and I went and I threw bread everywhere. Complete bust. No pigeons showed up. So then we just like two crazy people throwing bread around in a park. <laughs> I have a feeling, though, at Woodward Park, which I go to all the time and feed uh, peanut, uh, squirrels with your son, 
I think they're going to go uh, crazy for these peanuts, and I think we're going to have no less than at least 100 squirrels that will come up and eat from the pile. And you're going to put this on TikTok and maybe to go I'm thinking viral. about doing a TikTok live. I don't know. Now, now you've got this option. Do you do TikTok live uh, or do you do yeah. it on Instagram live? I don't know. Which one, which one would you think? Uh, you know, squirrel is more like, I don't know if teens would like that as much. And it seems like Excuse TikTok me? is more teens-ish. Like old people might like the squirrel feeding. So uh, maybe buddy, Instagram. Squirrels are all over TikTok. Ah, well, see, I don't know. You don't watch TikTok? I see it. But mostly I see young people and it's hard for us to be 40 and get on TikTok, I think. But this could be kind of cool. Now Just here, I've got a couple of questions. First of all, you've got to reach out to somebody you know at the city to make sure this isn't littering. How, how would a peanut be littering? That's like a banana peel, man. It's not littering. Yeah, I know, but it? if you throw 50 pounds of banana peels in a park, I think that might be considered littering. That's what you have to, to research. All right, I'll look that up for you. I've been looking on to make sure that uh, peanuts are safe for squirrels. They are safe for squirrels, although it shouldn't be their main diet. You know, a one-time thing, I think we're going to be all right. I want to make sure this is ethically okay to feed the squirrels with. Well, you've solved that problem. You say it is ethically okay. They're not salted peanuts, which uh, they say don't use salted, but these are just regular, like, natural peanuts. I will have to do a little more uh, experimenting and figure out when squirrels are the most active. Is it morning or evening? That's a great question. I have no idea the answer. Another question we've got to figure out is the company going to pay for the peanuts? This is like a $40 bag of peanuts here. Did and you hey, get, I ain't made of money, if you know what I'm saying. Did you get it cleared with the company to buy peanuts? No. Oh, so you're just going to you're turning a receipt and... I'm going to attempt to turn in a receipt. Do you think that the company will cover the peanuts? If it's for the show, probably. And if not, you will have to give me half. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Well, I'll there you go. That. This are you not? You don't seem excited about the 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 nut flinging. I am curious to see how many squirrels show up. Yeah, I thought you it was know. a silly idea too. And then my mom was in the car, and she's like, "I'd be interested in seeing that too." <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's ninety-eight-five. The Bull today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, also, I know you're going to go give all these uh, peanuts to squirrels. It's going to be like their lucky day, but we all have a lucky day when we get a Jackie Cooper Nissan because they're giving you $1,500 more for your trade-in on the Kelly Blue Book value, right? Right, and in which I'm about to go give squirrels 1,500 peanuts. This would be like the human equivalent, equivalent of a Tiger Dang on Nutfling. Jackie Cooper Nissan gives you $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book says your car is worth, and that means you can go down there and sell it. Just straight up sell it to them. Or if you're looking for another vehicle, you still get the same deal, and you can use that money to, like, put it towards your new car, and they are loaded up with inventory at Jackie Cooper Nissan, 15 more than your car's worth, $1,500 more. And then when you turn around, there's 0% interest offers on the lot there. The pre-owns, they got some of those, but their new Rogues, 0% interest, right? The Rogue is the best-selling SUV in its class, and uh, that should tell you something. You can get started at JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. I am Tig, and hello, Daniel. Uh, Tig bestowed me a great honor when his son was born. You named me Godfather. I did. And uh, with that, I, I look after him, and uh, like he's my own. Like when I'm out with him. And he loves you, him. Man. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was just thinking the other day, me and your son loves to scoot on scooters with me. And you forbade that. You've taken away this joy that we both have. No, because he, uh, Daniel doesn't put a helmet on my son, and those scooters, they're not exactly slow mm -hmm. sometimes. And then my son fell off of it. No. And no. <laughs> Correction. Your son jumped off of it once. That's crazy. Why would he jump off something? Because like his that? hat fell off, and like a ding-dong, when I turned around, 
to go back and get it instead of waiting until it stopped. He literally dove off of it. In fact, I called him Dover for a day or two. He hated that. Our diver. <laughs> Dover. But listen, I'm gentle on that scooter. Whenever it's me, I'm not scooting like crazy. And then I just realized, think about it, I'm forbidden from taking my godson on the scooter when you have him in baseball and you basically have a tiny cannon firing balls at him. Yeah, the pitching machine. Yeah, at, at La Fortune. Yeah, they're in coach pitch. There's they're in machine pitch right now. But it is a little cannon, right? Yeah, I got hit with it the other day on my and wrist. It hurt you real yeah, bad. It, it, it was not comfortable. So, do you see the irony here in that I can't gently scoot your son somewhere, but you will put him in front of a tiny cannon? Now, what does he wear when he's batting in baseball? What does he wear? A suit of armor? I would hope so. That's what you need when you face a cannon. Wears a helmet. Right. Like, but you put them on these these bird scooters or whatever, and and then he, they don't. You're not wearing a helmet with me. I don't put him on it. Yeah, but like you could still crash, Daniel. Are, like, why, are you, dude? I fell off a bird scooter and broke my collarbone. You fell off and broke your arm. Well, yeah, but I don't. And then you're taking uh, my son on these things without a helmet. Or, well, yeah, I did do that, but in my defense, I had been out that night, and was scooting home after some cocktails. Not some. All. <laughs> All the cocktails. <laughs> That's when I... But so yeah. you're not like... Okay, so you're saying you're completely sober when you're taking my Of course, on. yes. All right. Still, and then, you know... And then, he's got to wear a helmet, And dude. then Tig's like, you can't screw without a helmet. I'm going to put him in front of this tiny cannon. And then over Christmas, you're up there putting Christmas lights. And you got a picture of him up on top of your roof dabbing. <laughs> he did. This kid was like, Dad, can I please go on the roof? I said, absolutely not. Are you out of your mind? Dad, please. It would, like, make my... I was like, oh, my God, get on the roof. And then, uh, yeah, he went up there and started dancing. So I yeah. see your point. Yeah, so, that was a mistake um, for me to do that. Right. I shouldn't have done that. But he's yeah. he can't... You got to wear know, a helmet on You won't on let thing. me gently drive him on a scooter somewhere, but you'll have him on a pogo stick on the roof. <laughs>